Welcome to the Potter Discussion. Welcome back to the Potter Discussion discussing Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and the Wizarding World fandom. I'm your host, Oscar, and this is episode 144. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in again to another wonderful episode of The Potter Discussion. It has been a very long week uh, in this corner of the world, so I am <laughs> I am happy to be back in the studio recording another Harry Potter episode. But this is not Harry Potter, this is Fantastic Beasts. And we are diving straight back into Quizmaster with Quizmaster Newt Scamander. It has just been so long since we have done a current... Um, you know, no, no look backs uh, that we did last week. We are going straight full on Quizmaster. So today we are uh, taking a closer look at Neutral. We'll be doing the traditional Quizmaster format with a warm up round, a main round, and the challenge question that will be answered next episode. So make sure you stick around because I want to see if you can get the challenge question because I definitely worked hard on that one. It was actually the question that I thought of that uh, really triggered my creativity to make this episode. And that's usually how um <laughs> that's that's how these these quizmaster episodes come about. I don't, you know, think of every question. I just, you know, think of a random trivia fact and that's like, "Oh, wow, that'd be a great quizmaster question." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll make it a Quizmaster question, and then just make a make a Quizmaster episode about that with more and more questions around it. So, the the challenge question uh, today, the very end of this episode, is that question. So make sure you stick around. Uh, before we get started, I will remind you that if you have any questions, comments, topics, or anything else you want to have said or heard on the show, make sure you send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion or at potter underscore discuss on Twitter. And with that, let's get into today's episode. All right, you veterans know the drill. There's a warm-up round, the main round, and the challenge question, like I said before. Uh, but for the people who have not heard of Quizmaster episode yet, the warm-up round is three questions. Three questions kind of thrown at you, just uh, really rapid-fire, just to get the blood moving. So let's let's do this. I'm not going to tell you the answer until the very end, all right? So we are beginning in three, two, one with our three questions. What is Newt's profession? What house was Newt in? And where does Newt live? All right, think of your answers. Uh, if you do not have them yet, make sure you pause this episode because we are going to be giving them out right now. So, question number one of the warm-up round, what is Newt's profession? He is one of the only magizoologists in the entire world, if not the only, uh, working with magic creatures and all of that uh, magical stuff. Uh, I'm so funny. Um, what house is Newt in? Of course, Hufflepuff. We saw a couple flashbacks, I believe, in uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald of him and Lita, of, of, of Newt and Lita, in uh, kind of, you know, frolicking. They uh, Newt showed Lita the bow truckles and the wand tree in the middle of the lake. They got there somehow. And also, uh, when Lita asked Newt where he was going for Christmas, Newt said, I'm staying. The magical creatures need me. Ah. 
Unfortunately, Newt was later expelled because there was an incident involving a magical creature. Dumbledore actually did object to his expulsion, but it did nothing. So thank you, Dumbledore, for your effort, but alas, Newt was expelled. But he did get a sufficient magical education, and he's not a a, a dum-dum in the magical world. So good for Newt. And the final and possibly the hardest uh, warm-up question is where does Newt live? Now, many answers might be flitting through your mind as Newt is a, a, a traveler for sure because his, his job, like we said before, as a magic zoologist is to study magical creatures, help them out, you know, return them to their homes and uh, really just, you know, act as a friend for all those who are not wizards and witches. Um, but Newt's permanent residence, as we learned very briefly in The Crimes of Grindelwald, is in fact... London, um, in a very, in a funny scene that I am laughing at, uh, thinking of, uh, when Queenie enchants Jacob and brings him to Newt's house, you know, Newt is like, where's, where's, where's Tina? But Queenie says, you know, she's not here. Um, and then when Newt breaks the enchantment over Jacob, Jacob goes like, where am I? Where am I? And, and Newt, Newt uh, goes, yeah, you're in, you're, you're in London. And then Jacob goes, I've always wanted to go here, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, I thought Dan Fulger did a really, really good job in that scene because you, you could, you could just see how it was so true, how he really wanted to go to London, but he was under the worst circumstances. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Jacob ran out to talk to Queenie. Uh, but that is the warm-up round. I hope you are uh, sufficiently warmed up because we are now moving into the main round with, you know, varying questions. They are not uh, terribly easy. Of course, maybe there are a couple, uh, just a couple breathers in there. But there are several that I uh, did think of to... Uh, you know, you know, mix it up, make it a little, a little more challenging, so if you get those, good job. But let's move straight into that. And now on to the main round, the round you've all been waiting for, and we are kicking it off with a question that might be more on the, on the difficult side, uh, and I don't know if it is explicitly stated, but it is certainly hinted at um, a lot. It is not a secret, but this um, specific wording may be what trips some people up. So, question number one is, which of Newt's creatures has attachment issues? So, this is one of those questions where it either pops into your head in a second, or it never comes to you. Because there is one specific creature that is in uh, Newt's case, that is another hint, that uh, does not want to leave Newt. This, this creature is on Newt pretty much at all times, uh, only when he uh, traverses the rather deeper, darker places of the, of the wizarding world. That's, that's another hint. That, that's another hint. Does this creature leave him? Does this creature leave Newt? So, what creature is this? What creature does Newt have that has attachment issues? Well, it is Picket. It is Picket the Boatruckle, the little green man who likes to scratch people and gouge out eyes, uh, says the... <laughs> 
That's a <laughs> Order of the Phoenix reference. Um, uh, Miss Grubbly Plank, the Professor Grubbly Plank, uh, give, gives Harry's class a lovely lesson in bow truckles and tells them that they love to gouge out eyes. Uh, unfortunately, Pick is not an eye gouger, but he is certainly a, a uh, powder when he is forced to leave Newt. As we saw in Fantastic Beasts, when Newt was, you know, transferring Pick back onto his tree with all of his friends and family, whatever. Pick was like, no, and gave him a, you know, a little, a little raspberry for his trouble. Um, so this is definitely, uh, one of those, you know, little, little questions that are specific, but definitely one of those that are very interesting to, to answer. So that is question number one. Question number two. What does Newt do to distract the erumpent? Okay, this is another one of those a little, you know, little moments that are definitely memorable, but do require a bit of thinking with uh, the noggin of yours. So the rumpant scene is that huge uh, rhino, hippo, elephant-looking thing. Um, the rumpant horn explodes if you cast any kind of spell uh, on it, or even, like, hit it too hard or just drop it, as we learn in the uh, Deathly Hallows. Um, but the rumpant is has escaped from Newt's case and is now at the New York Zoo and is in the, in the first Fantastic Beast film and is trying to mate with a hippopotamus because it is mating season and they want to uh, multiply. But Newt knows that uh, he has to distract the rumpant to get it back in the case. So he does the lovely mating dance. He goes, he snorts, he draws symbols in the sand and in the in in the snow. He he rolls over, he he bends over and you know, with his arms out and you know, is making like strange noises and you know, it's like it is very strange. But before he does all of that, he puts something on his wrists, you know, as a as a perfume type thing that is meant to uh, entice the rumpant. And it is also what Jacob is holding that, uh, you know, a seal like or like, uh, I mean, a seal, you know, like a, a harbor seal, something like that. That's all, was also in the zoo throws like a brick at him or something like that, you know, and then the Jacob is you know, kind of jolted forward, and part of the thing that he is holding kind of goes on to him, and that's when the rump and chases after him, you know, so that is that is how that scene goes, but what does Newt uh, use is the question here, and the answer is irrumpent musk, as simple as that, not Elon Musk, irrumpent musk, um, <laughs> That is hilarious. Anyway, um, so it comes in a little bottle. It is like a a uh, a liquid that is uh, that that Newt puts on his wrists and goes in like like we said before. Um, and I just want to say I love this scene. And I but I'm not going to go into too much detail about this of the things that I like specifically because there are some questions later on that uh, are also in this scene. But I really love this scene. I think the the effects are really good. 
you know, on the on on the lake. I really liked how you know how that that choreography, I guess <laughs> you you could call it, was done. How Jacob was kind of running and then he was sliding and falling, and Newt got he, Newt disapparated and apparated right as the Erumpet was like really close to Jacob. You know that was that was really great. And then how the Erumpet like licked Jacob and you know was about to like do like like I don't know bite his head off or something. Well, uh, probably not. But uh, Jacob probably would not have fared too well. Well, but Jacob and then Newt closed the case like just in time, um, right as the tongue you know, was getting like whipped back in uh, down the stairs into the Roman's habitat. So I really, really loved that scene. It was really well done. I think the uh, Eddie Redmayne and uh, Dan Fogler did a really good job in this scene. As of course Dan Fogler does does amazing in uh, pretty much every scene, and Newt's character Eddie uh, Eddie. Redmayne is just fantastic. So I think this is a uh, uh, really a win all around. And of course, uh, I will not, you know, I we did a ton of talk about music before, but I did like the music in this scene. Um, so that's another factor of this. But just all around, uh, a really well done piece of film. And I think it definitely deserves the, the attention that it gets. Because the Rumpant is a very interesting creature, and Nude is a very interesting guy. So they there we have it, plain and simple. That is pretty much, uh, you know, a a a, a fantastic beasts formula for uh, the fantastic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should make a t-shirt out of that. That right there is a t-shirt idea. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're having too much fun with this with, with this question, so I think it uh, I think it's time to move on. This next question is, like I said, part of this uh, irrumpent scene, which is why I did not want to go into too much detail, because that detail would have likely give, uh, given away uh, some of these answers. So that is why I did not uh, talk too deeply about it. But uh, after we are finished with all the questions, I definitely want to uh, <laughs> talk about just how much I love everything to do with the scene. So let's get going with question number three. And it is a simple one. What is Newt's worrying philosophy? Let me tell you that one again. What is Newt's worrying philosophy? <laughs> so, this is a classic. This right here is a Newt classic. This is on the menu. This is called the Newt Special. This is exactly the kind of thing Newt does. It is exactly the kind of thing that uh, Newt is absolutely prone to saying constantly. It is his cup of tea. It is his thing. It is what he does. These kinds of sayings, of philosophies, of things to do, of, of instruction manuals in life, so to speak, are exactly what make Newt Newt. And this is just one of those, uh, one of my favorite personally, because it is such a Newt thing. And I think we could really see it being applied to his character throughout the story, um, because he is very eccentric and out there, and he, he doesn't really worry about what other people think of him, which is... Yeah, you know, wearing philosophy, kind of, kind of tying in here. So, what is his philosophy? Well, his his overall thing. The answer, the, this is is the answer to this question. So, uh, if you do not have it, pause. But if you do, keep listening because Newt's wearing philosophy that is, if you worry, you suffer twice. 
which is absolutely true, which is just another reason why I love this thing, this saying so much, because it is not an idiom, like I said, it is true, it applies to Newt, and we can see it being applied to Newt, which I think is important, because I think having, like, the one-off, like, funny, well-written thing is, 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 is great, like this, if this was not carried on, I would still like it. I would still like this thing, this, but I would not think about it again. It would not be a line that I come back to. But because we see it being applied to Newt's everyday life later in the story, in the Crimes of Grindelwald and the Secrets of Dumbledore, I think it is definitely a, uh, a huge thing that is very, very well done. Um, I'm not going to go into all the actors, because I think that is uh, far too far too many times of saying just Dan Fogler. So, that's that. Um, but I like, yes, I absolutely love this. And this is like I was saying, this is exactly what Newt is. This is this is what he does. He has very clear ideas. He knows what he wants. He's a very clear-cut person. He's not cookie-cutter. He is clear-cut. And that is a very big distinction when uh, Newt's whole personality is just he is Newt. There is no he is this, he is that. He is just Newt. And this is really one of those things that he, like, puts on his resume. You know, this is this is one of his core tenets, you know? Uh, so this is a, uh, a really a, a, a big Newt scene uh, that I enjoy watching every time while Jacob is getting um, fitted out uh, with all of his armor, his helmet, and his, his, his chest plate. I, I love the scene. Like the, like, the timing, the comedy, it's just such, it's so layered, you know, it's like an onion here, it's like Shrek, it's like, it's, 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 it's great. <laughs> I just made a Shrek reference. I, uh, will never do that again. So, there you go. Anyway, I love the timing, the comedy, how well it was written, how, how much of an impact it makes in that moment. Again, going back to the, uh, we see it being applied to Newt in his later life, but also in the very moment. It is just such a true statement that is just such a, you know, one-off, just bada-bing, bada-boom, you know, put it in the bank and remember it forever kind of thing, you know? It's just like simple and true and that is that and we will do that forever kind of thing. Like, I I could go on talking like this forever, but I hope you know what I mean uh, Like when I when I am saying all these things because I think it is definitely imperative uh, to really understanding this scene and this question um, that uh, you know that I absolutely love everything to do with this scene and really Newt's character in this specific moment because, um, like, he, he, he has his moments for sure. Like, these, like, little, you know, just, like almost like captions, you know, just like little windows of like newtness, just like pure, just him. This is definitely one of those moments, and it is a moment that I fondly watch and uh, love to laugh at whenever I come across it in the Fantastic Beast films. So now I have to watch Fantastic Beast 1 because I want to watch this scene again. But with that question in the bank, let's move on. And now yet another, but the last question to do with this irrumpent scene. It is a simple one. It is a quick and, well, I'm not going to say easy, but it is a quick one. Question four is, why should Jacob wear a helmet? <laughs> 
That is it. That is the question. Why should Jacob wear a helmet? This is 100% non-contextual. So you are um, not missing something uh, when I when I am asking you this question because you are not supposed to get this unless you do. If that makes any sense, similar to some earlier questions, this is one of those uh, you get it or you don't ones. You know, it is it is a line to what Jacob asks. I, well. Actually, this is like directly after, um, or no, 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 directly before the worrying philosophy question. Newt is putting on Jacob's helmet and all, like all of his is his armor, and Jacob says, "Why? Like why? Like what's 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 this for?" And then Newt tells him, you know, the line um, that the that the answer is to this question, and then Newt says. Uh, you know, like, then you says, you know, don't, don't worry, you'll be fine. But then Jacob says, like, does anyone believe you when you tell him not to worry? And then Newt says, you know, my, my philosophy is if you, you, <laughs> if you worry, you suffer twice. So then they go off. So the question here is, what is that line? What is the line when, uh, after that, that, that Newt says, after Jacob says, you know, what is this for? What am I supposed to do with this helmet? Um, so that is the question here. I, I was thinking while I was writing this episode, Episode, I was thinking of just throwing this in there and just like sitting here and waiting uh, <laughs> and not giving any context and just 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 waiting for nothing and then giving you the answer and then just you know waiting waiting for the shock so that be <laughs> be thankful that I did not do that uh, I am certainly thankful that I decided not to do that my the 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 evil part of my brain the <laughs> the cruelness um, but <laughs> So that is that is this question. Why should Jacob wear a helmet? And I figure now is as good a time as any to give you the answer. Well, it is another one of those classic Newt lines. This is the Newt special number two. So here is the entire scene. Um, I'll run through this quickly. Newt outfitting Jacob. Jacob gets the helmet. He goes, what is this for? And the answer to this question that Newt says right now is... Well, your skull is susceptible to breakage under immense force. <laughs> and that right there is the line. That is an awesome line right there. That is really one of my favorites. So there, there we go. That's, that's the answer to this question. And then, you know, Newt says, don't worry, Jacob says. Does anyone tell you, like, does anyone believe you? Then Newt says, well, you suffer twice if you worry, and they go off. So that is that scene with the answer to question number four. And I promise uh, until the very end of this, that is one of the hardest uh, questions here. So it is just the context. That was definitely the challenge. But uh, that is question number four. So let's move on to question number five. And as promised, question number five. Here we go. Um, this is this is just some 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 breathing room. Just a little bit of a step back to uh, survey the scene to get some lay of the land outside of Newt's creatures and Jacob. And it is a simple one. Again, it is easy this time. Who is Newt's brother? <laughs> 
It is simple as that. Um, if you don't know, you probably should watch Fantastic Beasts again. Um, if you do, then you are caught up. You have likely seen it within the last couple of months, seen it as in a Fantastic Beasts film, because a newest brother appears in many of them. I think he first appears in uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald, and he takes a big feature in The Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm just looking for a name here, just a name, and I am I am really giving you uh, some some leeway here, just a nice uh, a nice uh, walk in the park here. So without further ado, Newt's brother's name is Theseus. Theseus is Newt's brother, and he is. Hmm, I'd say he's similar to Newt, but if Newt was more of a ministry kind of person, uh, they would be exactly the same. Um, because, of course, uh, Theseus is a ministry man through and through, and Newt is, well, Newt is not. So, <laughs> uh, they have very similar uh, work ethics and very similar opinions. It is just the application in their lives. They're both very eccentric. They have very clear-cut ideas. I'd say Theseus is more, you know, walking exactly down the line, whereas Newt is more, you know, draw my own line kind of person. So, they both do very similar things, but kind of opposite, you know, like, it's, it's kind of like the difference between black and white, you know, they are like, you know, like pure and full and just 100% themselves, but they are exact opposites, you know, so that is exactly what Newt and Theseus are, and I really like the relationship between them, I think it is, I mean, of course, entertaining to watch the Theseus, you know, screaming at Newt, running down the halls of the French ministry, but also the, you know, the, the relationship, how it grows, you know, how they, how they both mature and come to, uh, agreements and conversations and are just fit together really well, which is something that as an audience member, I really like to see. So Theseus is the answer to question number five, but uh, we should move on to question number six and seven to get to the challenge question. Question number six might get the wheels turning a little bit more, but it is definitely more surface level. So question number six is how does Newt help the obliviated Jacob at the end of Fantastic Beasts one. So the whole obscurus fiasco happens with Credence and Mr. Graves, aka uh, Grindelwald, and then uh, Newt gives Frank the Thunderbird the uh, swooping evil venom that has extremely powerful obliviative properties. Frank flies up into a storm crowd, creating a, a thunderstorm, uh, throws the bottle into the lightning, and creates uh, obliviating rain. Conveniently, every single person in New York City uh, is obliviated, and every single or or just happens to be wearing a hat. So that's a bit of a plot hole, uh, or a very convenient uh, happening in the story. After that happens, after that, after, uh, you know, Queenie, Tina, and Newt are, and with, with Jacob are in kind of like a subway underpass, and, you know, Jacob is like, you know, I've, I've, I've got to go there, it's the teary goodbye, you know, uh, there, Jacob steps out into the rain, he is in, looks up at the sky, closes his eyes, 
and boom, that's that. And he's gone, his memory's wiped, he wakes up, he is in the, <laughs> like, he, he uh, em- was, like, embracing Queenie, and then he, his arms were, like, frozen there, and he woke up and he was like, oh, whoa, we saw Mr. Bingley in the shower, um, <laughs> which was strange. So, there we go. Um, but what I, the, so the question here is, how does Newt after that help Jacob? So we have kind of the, the final scenes of the story. This is before Newt leaves New York on the like Royal Waterways or whatever that boat was called. Oh, that should have been a question. Dang it. Okay. I am remembering that for next time. Anyway. Um, uh, so, so, uh, Newt is kind of going back to London, but it is before that. How does he help Jacob? Well, uh, we have given enough context. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Simple as that. Here is the answer to the question. Newt helps Jacob by giving him a case full of Occamy eggs as collateral for his bakery. Because that is why he couldn't get the loan from Mr. Bingley. God, stupid Mr. Bingley. Sorry, uh, sorry I, I was rooting for Jacob there. I got a little teary-eyed from this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Mr. Bingley is, is a is obliviated, so Jacob can go right back, get his loan. He has solid silver Occam eggs as collateral, and Jacob uh, is d- doing his bake. It is is doing his bakery. Uh, Jacob's or like Kowalski baked goods. I think is that should have been a question. Oh my gosh, I'm missing so many good things talking about this. Um, but there we have it. That is how Newt helps Jacob. And let's move on to the final question in the main round before the challenge question. And the final question here, the final question in the main round, is one that I think is just about the hardest. And for good reason. So, this is going to be a quick one because it is a simple answer, like many of these here. And that is, how old is Newt? How old is Newt? Um, and the, the sense of time here is a bit strange because because this is taking place in the 1920s. This is after World War One. Um... Uh, Newt is likely born in the 1800s, which is very strange, because uh, that like the eight the year 1800 is more than 200 years ago. Of course, he was born. Uh, he is not 125. That much we do know. Um, but uh, really, here the question is when you know how how early before the 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 war was he born? And this is a, an easy answer here. You could probably guess it, you know, you, you, you could approximate, you could do some math here, but Newt is about 30 years old. I don't think we ever got an exact age, but he is about 30 years old. There we, there, that's it. I mean, there we go. That's, that's question seven. Um, so let's just move straight on to the challenge question, I guess. And the hardest question of all, the question you've all been waiting for, the challenge question. Yes, it is here, it is It is time. So, we talked a bit about the war, World War One, here, uh, and this is similar to that. This is a very obscure answer, one quick, quick line in Fantastic Beast 1. The challenge question is, what was Newt's con- contribution to the war? What was Newt's contribution to the war? So, I will not answer that question today. That is next 
week. So make sure you either subscribe if you aren't already or mark your calendar for the next episode because that episode is coming out uh, Sunday like all these episodes and I will have the answer for you. On that note, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around uh, to the very last seconds. If you are hearing this, uh, you must care a little bit about what I have to say, and for that, I thank you. Uh, if you have not reviewed the show already, I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser, and you can write a written review on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty cool. If it is five stars, thank you for that. But if it is not five stars, please tell me how I can make it so. Because that is why uh, the reviews exist. So you can tell me exactly what I'm doing wrong and exactly what I am doing right. Any questions or anything else you want to talk to me about, uh, DM on social media at the Potter Discussion on Instagram, at Potter underscore Discuss on Twitter. And of course, the Potter Discussion at gmail.com for an email that is the Potter Discussion at gmail.com. All right, as always, remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. I will see you later. This was the Potter Discussion.